This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Why are we playing that intro? The peace of thon in my heart is oh. over. Well, is it though? We will not be going for Call 14. Call it by team. <laughs> my computer's messed up. Is it ever really over? That is a great point. You can always go to 1053thefan.com slash peace if the you want to donate. The is the friends that we met along the way. Yes. Okay, stop it. No, it was the money we made along the way. Wow, and look at you, no, dude. I mean, look, I don't get any of the money, so it's fine. To be selfish like that is, I seriously, I want to thank you guys. We put it out on social media, but y'all kept donating on Friday. We surpassed $50,000 raised for my possibilities. And just think about how far we've come together. Tolos, Twolos, YouTubers. Two years ago, the most we had ever raised was $25,000. In the last two years, we've raised $95,000 for- my possibilities. I mean, I feel like it's a lot. I'm sure there's other people who run charity events. Is like, it's a pittance. But for <laughs> us, it feels yeah. like a lot. It's a huge. It was a huge uh, uh, moment for us because I think you know we've raised over the time over two hundred thousand yep. dollars now, and we really appreciate the tolos that have been committed to it and helped spread the word along the way. That's been the the really cool part. Is Kevin when we started it, it was hey, would y'all listen if we worked overnight? Right. And people were like, yeah. And we were like, okay, well, let's just add something to it. And now here we are with where people are like actively saying, hey, I want to tell more people about this. I want to get more people involved in it. It was fun. It was a good ride. It was the last one. We've uh, officially shut what? it down. Uh, we want, yeah. Next year is the 10th one, though. We wouldn't quit on that. No, you finish at nine. That way you don't get to a full decade of something. Okay. Hey. You make it eight seasons, Kevin, and you right. get something pretty good. Is eight what I'm seasons told. in a movie? Yeah. yeah we reached so, syndication. So. We'll do the movie next year is what the plan is going to be. Okay. How about that? Does that sound I, better? Okay. You don't want to wait until the do the movie like six years after people stop caring and you're like, now, <laughs> you can. now we're going to do the movie. As I'm sure Kevin talked about on Friday, you still can donate at 1053thefan.com slash peacethon. Uh, that's up through the end of the year. That's always, we always do that for people that have told us, Kevin, hey, I don't have it right now, but I want to do something. Yeah. You know, it's up through the end of the year if you want to take part in it throughout the rest of the season. Or if you get to the end of the year and you're like, you know what? I got to go make some taxable donations. Man, uh, I agree with that. <laughs> you know, let me just throw this out there real quick. So if that's where you are, if you and if you have some rich friends, always tell them to donate uh, tens of thousands if they can. Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. And next year, I will continue, we will continue our quest for a match sponsor one of these days that's gonna happen i was already talking about that on friday and my wife's like hey why don't you just take a second so we made it and y'all were amazing in terms of sharing in terms of listening in terms of bids donating everything was awesome from the 214 50,000, it was 25,000 two years ago 
What's the coincidence, then, Kevin? <laughs> What's the coincidence? I mean, I can see the rest of that text. <laughs> so, hey, whatever the reason was, uh-huh. thank you to whoever is responsible. I am super stoked. I said you're welcome. Now, some would argue obsessed uh-huh. so much that I was bothering Corey and Adrian for updated totals just to confirm the math I had done. But... We made it. Well, I also thank CB American Shaman not only for uh, for their donations, but also for participating in buying some really cool stuff as well. So yeah. uh, thanks to them. That's a great partnership that we got going along with them. Absolutely. Now, we started this conversation on Friday. I know some folks might have been off Friday or might have been shopping and not listening to the radio, but Corey wanted to get you involved in the conversation as well. Do you think in only two weeks the Cowboys have quieted your concerns about the run defense? Just the the ability to be more disciplined with it and say, hey, we do have to pay attention to this too. Like there was this part of you that was like, do they even know they're not bad? They're not good at this? And <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was like, you're questioning Steven. You're yeah. questioning everybody. Dan Quinn, I mean, is he always like this? And then they said, hey, like they I think my favorite part about it is they called themselves out. And, like, it didn't take a coach walking in and cussing them for them to wake up because I don't think that lasts. Honestly, like, I mean, just think about this. We respect Gavin Spittle. We respect what he has to say and his thoughts on radio. But whenever it's somebody next to you that says, hey, we got to do this, it changes your approach to something, especially if you have respect for him, too. Whole team has respect for Micah. Whole team has respect for Jaron Curse. Hey, we got to call the right people out. We got to do our things right. And so, yes, that's that part of it makes me think it will stick. Now, there may be times, Kevin, where they run up against teams that are just good at running the football, and they might struggle with it a little more off with, you know, trying to balance out their secondary. But for the time being, yes, I feel a lot more confident in their ability to stop the run whenever they need to. All right, let me ask you a question real quick then to go along with this. Is Saquon Barkley and Dalvin Cook are both top what? Running backs in the NFL. Okay. And if we said eight? Sure. Okay. I I, I fell off Cook a little bit this year. Sure. Just because I don't know what his numbers just don't. When I watch him run, he looks different. And I don't know if it's because he he chose to go with number four or whatever it is. But when I watch him run, he looks very different to me this year. So the thing that I was, that's fair. The thing that I was encouraged by going into the games the last two weeks is Barkley and Cook were second and sixth in the league, respectively, in rushing, like at the time. And against the Vikings, all told, 17 carries, 73 yards, no touchdowns. The Giants, 21 carries, 90 yards, one touchdown. That was Dalvin Cook's fourth lowest rushing total of the season individually, and Saquon's second lowest rushing total of the season individually. The rushing yards per game the last two weeks, 81.5. The Cowboys had been abysmal at that, 26 in the league. That figure would put them second. This was an interesting view, and I don't know if you talked about this much with Broadus, but the Bears, when the Bears ran on the Cowboys the way they did, the Packers said, we're going to do that too. And the Packers got a win out of it. The Vikings did not. They didn't. They they abandoned the run almost. Yeah, they uh, did. And that's what the Cowboys want you to do. Yeah, the Cowboys want you to say we got to catch up to this team somehow. We got to start throwing the ball. Whereas all these other teams are like, we're going to just stick. We have to be disciplined and sticking with the run. When it comes to the Giants, the Cowboys' offense exploded in the second half, 
and that turned it away from being able to be the most useful part of their game. And that's a great point. So I think you might dig this number more than yards per carry. Because you're right, is the Vikings definitely abandoned the run because they were losing by a million points. Is you you in those last two games you gave up 4.3 yards per carry. That would take you from Cowboys were 28th in the league to 10th in the league mm-hmm. if you just me- measured the last two weeks. And I feel like if you get this run defense to mediocre, you feel pretty good comparative to probably one of the worst five or six in the league. All right, let me ask you this question. If they are around this number heading into the final few weeks of the season, going yep. into the playoffs, will you look back and go, yeah, but that that Bears game, that Packers game, where we say, no, this is a different team within a season? I think I will. I think the reason why I will lament against, like, especially the Packers game, is I wonder, and at least you hope, like, seeding comes into play. Clearly, you're still two games back of the Eagles if you were to want to win this division. But I worry that you're going to get to a point, especially if you beat Philadelphia, that you're going to be like, yeah, but we still finished a game back of them, and we would have won the tiebreak based on divisional record and being even head-to-head. I, I Look, I, I felt the same way I did about the penalties, is the Cowboys started horribly with penalties, and then they found a groove for a good chunk of the season where they were mediocre at penalties. And then the last few weeks, you've fallen back into, hey, we're the worst again. So you can see, or one of the worst, you can see how the Cowboys can move all over the place. So I'm hopeful that this mediocre run defense Mm -hmm. continues to push. And I don't mean that as a dig. I mean, if this run defense is mediocre, this team can win a Super Bowl. I just look at the first Giants game. Like, if you just want to compare with the first Giants game, because don't you think the first Giants game was another one where you're like, hey, what's the story with our run defensive, especially when it comes to containing quarterbacks? Saquon, first game, 81 carries on 14 yards. There, excuse Wait, me. It's, Let, let's try, I'm gonna try that again. I'm going to reverse those numbers. 81 carries. No, 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 no. That was great <laughs> no, on no, this no, no. 80. That's for, like a point something per carry. 14 carries for 81 yards. There we go. Got it. And then this time, 11 carries for 39 yards. So we dropped that tremendously. And then for Daniel Jones, first game, nine carries, 79 yards. This one, only 14 yards. Donovan Wilson was there. Lane Vander Esch was there. You see reasons to be optimistic, but obviously you have to continue it. Yeah, trying to, I mean, the you say, did he have a 40-yarder in that game? Was it a 30-yarder? The first Barkley? Giants yeah. game? It was I pretty think big, something big like that, there. yeah. And I'm not saying don't count that. You have to. It happened, yeah. and you can't, like, that's what we talk about with Pollard is he if he can do that, that changes what your offense's dimensions are. And so when your defense can uh, keep and limit that, well, I'm fine with them picking up two and three yards as long as they didn't get that big 40-yarder for a touchdown. That changes everything I have to like think about and look forward to. Now, I guess, Kevin, the, the next thing is Jonathan Taylor's the next running back, right? Sure. So it is, he's got 147, 84, 76 against Washington three weeks ago. I, they stink as a team. They do. But he's still a good runner. No, and they're going to commit to it. Absolutely. My hope is that. They'll get 22 carries is my, probably what's going to happen. My hope is that you can run a similar game plan in terms of getting out to a bigger lead. But you're right. That will be a great test. Jonathan Taylor is what? At worst, one of the best 
three yeah. running backs. Yeah, in you the can league? put him in that category. And so that will be another challenge, and maybe that's the game How that you, people, or maybe they're waiting for Philly as Dan Quinn and kind of this. You know, you are watching a historic sack run here. When you're seeing what they're doing, there's this part of you that kind of wants to chase history, though. And I know that that probably happened at some point in the season. Right. They're like, hey, go get those sacks. But seeing Dan Quinn still be able to kind of manipulate and know, hey, today's a seven sack day. Today may be a two sack day, guys. Look, but we're going to have those days where it's a sack party. Here's what I would encourage them for that. There's no better way to pile up sacks than to force the team into a giant deficit where they have to throw the ball every single time. <laughs> like, when they got to go back out there against Minnesota for the pass rush as a privilege, I was like, "Here, here's your template, all right? Push a team into submission where they're like, well, we can't run the ball anymore, so we have to throw it all the time. And then you let them run wild at the quarterback. So if you want to make history, make a difference early in the game so we can get to those spots for history. From the 682, that would definitely be some commitment to the run if a team ran 81 times. No, that's that was reverse. <laughs> I would think we have the greatest run defense that has ever existed. That press Eagles would have got 1,000 yards last year. Yeah, that, that, it reminds me of one of those, like, you see it with Duncanville. I know Louisville is really good this year in terms of the high school playoffs. You see these in high school playoff games or district games where it's a shocking mismatch and it'll be like, uh, sorry to call them out, but this is what popped into my mind immediately. It was like Sunset ran the ball 28 times for negative seven yards. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what was happening? Because they don't trust a, well, I mean, being a DISD kid, they didn't trust the quarterback to be able sure. to throw. They didn't trust that we could protect long enough and we didn't have any receivers that could catch. And there's a Except lot. for Seneca, he could catch. There's a lot of positive stuff still coming out about peace but then there's one text that this is the most amazing. It's from the 214. I dare anyone to find another place where I can get a Billy Sims jersey, a Michael Young autographed baseball, and all the money goes to the best cause in the world you guys kick ass why thank you for all you do for the 817 just wanted to say thank you my possibilities has done wonders for me and my family as i have an autistic child but you guys what you do has touched my heart i'm a tolo for life and then these are the things thank you so much those are amazing texts appreciate y'all and then these are the things i knew this was going to come up and i know Mm. dawson has thoughts about this from the 903, screw Gavin Dawson for bidding and winning on the Cheech and Chong. <laughs> I still haven't gotten over it. I've been told there's a way that you can get that out of his hands. It's just going to take a lot. So, uh, Oh, man. There's a lot of commitment it's going to take on your part. It's going to be like 81 rushes for 14 yards. Okay, that was, be yeah. That was, that done. Uh, that mistakes I, were made mostly by me. Let me add this, Kevin. The the people at My Possibilities that work there, the the hipsters that go there, they appreciate it too. Like That's the that's the thing. They yeah. You've been there. You've seen their oh, faces. My God. Yeah, talk it's to the, the employees. Best. They love us. Uh, we love them too. And Don't get me sued, but you know, I think that is the real happiest place on earth. Show. Plus, you don't have to pay all this crazy money just to like go up there. Mm. Like, you can just go up there. Can you imagine if they were like, sorry, the ride's going to take six hours before you can get on. And you're like, I just want to see the hipsters. Yeah, whatever. They Would hipst- you like to purchase some hipster dollars? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I actually, look, Reggie, I know that was sarcasm. I do not think that is the worst idea in the world. I like hipster dollars. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, we will get our betting with basic updates. Plus, Dallas Cowboys insider Mickey Spagnola right here on the fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now. 
Brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good morning, fellas. Do you know how to connect the uh, laptop to the Wi-Fi, Mickey? Mike's having a little bit of trouble over here today. The laptop to the Wi-Fi. Yeah. What He's do you not do? here. I don't know if that would be. I'm just trying to help Mike okay. out a little bit. Well, neither is Rick Lou. Go up to the little thingy at the top and just connect. Okay. I'm going to need more specific technical <laughs> expertise than perfect. that, Mickey. That was, great. That was Thanks, not Mickey. as helpful exactly as. I was looking for. <laughs> don't well, think... it's pretty simple, right? It's got the little Wi-Fi okay. thing up there. And you Mickey. You click on it and then just, you know, attach. I'm going to I'm gonna speak for. You said sound like you would be a great IT guy. Yes. This is for all IT people of America. I realize that I'm stupid and you are better at this than I am. And that is why I've had to call on you. And I realize it was probably a really little thing that needed to get fixed and I'm a dummy for it. I get it. I already felt humbled by having to ask you for help. There's no need to scoreboard me. Mm -hmm. I get it. There's some jobs I absolutely could not do. And that's one of them, IT. <laughs> I did it for a while, and I carried a lucky rabbit's foot in my pocket because most of the time I knew it was going to be a just reboot and everything's going to be fine. But whenever they saw the rabbit foot, they were like, oh, my God. This that's guy. funny you mentioned <laughs> reboot because yesterday when I got back to the house, my, my, pass, no, no, my driver's side window wouldn't stay up. It would go up and then go back down. Go up, go back down. So this morning I said, well, I got to go get that fixed. And then I thought... Why didn't you just turn the car off and turn it back on? Oh, yeah. Did right. that, was did that, that work it, then? And it fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Although, once it went up this morning, I said, no, we're not going to let it go back down just yet. Even our cars are computers nowadays. That's right. Oh, man, that's why one of the best things ever, this was a couple years ago now, is Dawson talked about getting a truck made before, like, I don't know, 1979 <laughs> or whatever. And he goes, that way... When the EMP hits, I can still drive around in my truck. You know, I was like, all right, Everybody right on. In trouble, not me. So, so. N- now, Mickey, I guess we should probably talk about the Cowboys and football and Maybe. stuff, too, is I was reading your article, and you came across a phrase that I have really enjoyed now. It's the Dallas Cowboys AT after Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And it's big Bill Parcellsism right there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It is. Is before we get to the after Thanksgiving part, do you look at this record and say you are what your record is? Like, do you feel that is representative of the Cowboys this year? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and uh, I, I think you know, eleven games in, you know, it's a good indication of where you are. Um, they're, you know, obviously not perfect. They, they do have some faults. Uh, but it's a, it's a pretty darn good team at this point, uh, having gone through what they've gone through, meaning, um, you know, winning four of the five games when Dak wasn't here. And I think that since he has returned, uh, minus the first half against Detroit, this offense has been pretty darn good. And I know they went to, you know, Green Bay and got beat. But they scored 28 points. Uh, And, you know, in in my opinion, 28 points should be enough to win a game. Right. Uh, And they didn't because they gave up 31 in overtime. So uh, other than that kind of blip on the radar, um, you know, they've been pretty darn good. And even though they got beat by Philadelphia after falling behind, they got that game to 2017 
and needed a stop uh, and would have had an opportunity to take the lead, and they didn't get the stop. Uh, so, uh, But, again, if this offense can continue playing uh, at this level, and by the way, that was a game without Dak Prescott, right? Uh, I, I just think that they're pretty darn good. And one of the reasons uh, I feel this way is this offensive line has really gelled and I think is playing uh, awfully, awfully well at this point with uh, the real possibility of getting uh, Tyron Smith back in two or three weeks. Okay. All right. I'm glad you said that because – Dak hasn't been sacked in the last two weeks. Uh-huh. And, like, that's – I mean, keeping your quarterback standing is important. The – why – I understand what Tyron is, but why would you want to change something that's working good? Because I would think that they feel like Tyler Smith at left guard might be better than what they have right now. Okay. And that if Tyron Smith – uh, is Tyron Smith, and they'll find that out, right? For sure. They're not going to force this and say, okay, this is automatic. they got to see it. Uh, then you've got, you know, an all-pro player that you can put at left tackle. Uh, and, you know, if there's, what, three games left in the season and then you go into the playoffs, um, you know, chances are when you get to the playoffs, you're going to be playing better defenses. Um, so – uh, I, I, you know, if if he is ready to go, I, I don't think I'd have a problem with that because Tyler Smith has been playing. It's not like all of a sudden, uh, you know, you're putting a guy in that hasn't played, right? He's already played 11 games in the NFL. And other than the communication, I think from a physical standpoint, um, I think he could be pretty good inside. Do you think that he that that has any effect? Because I, mean, I I don't talk to him nearly enough on ego for him that he would be like I don't want to go back to this. No, I, mean, I think I feel this good kid. Now nah, this kid has no ego. He's all about working, um, studying, uh, getting better, and doing whatever they ask him to do. Um, yeah, you've got no prima donna there. This this guy is a worker. Uh, and I think he would. I would. I think if he thinks, if they think this helps the team, then he's all he's on board. You feel like that? That's kind of the the mo for the whole offensive line is that they kind of have that mentality. I think it's for the whole team. I mean, if you think about it, is there any me, me, me guy on this team? Well, we'll find that out in about a week or so, wouldn't you imagine? If well, if somebody could figure out he's supposed to put his seatbelt on uh, on the airplane. How much okay, and I like I know Odell Beckham gets talked to death from a and we talked about it a lot from an injury and a money standpoint. Do you have concerns from an ego standpoint about not maybe it's about Odell, maybe it's not, just about bringing new people in at this point and potentially messing up the room? I, I, I do have uh, a little bit of concern, uh, but and I don't know if the guys are all saying the right thing now uh, or if they really believe that, you know, they know him and he would fit in uh, to the room. Uh, I, I don't think that I, – I mean, I think they look at it as, you know, they think they're getting Odell Beckham three years ago. Right. I don't know if he's that. And I think it's to the point now with the offense functioning, which you make a good point, the way it is, that, you know, he's a bonus – He's not a need to me. 
And so that means I am not desperate financially to meet his needs to get him on this team. But if he wants a play and have a chance and, you know, try, not trying to get ahead of myself in the playoffs, then, you know, come on board. But I'm not giving you a four-year deal. Right. I, I'm, I'm just not. Uh, because even if he plays three regular season games, I don't think that proves where he's at. Uh, and what he can still do at 30 years old. But if he's my third wide receiver, yeah, why not? But I, I, I don't want to make an investment on it. So to me, uh, it, it's, it's that word that Jerry used. He's an additive, but I don't think he is a desperate need for this team to continue playing at the level they're playing at right now. Mickey, you might have already heard this. Corey, you might have too. I'm going to try to dazzle Corey with this statistic. Uh-oh. The Vikings and Giants are 16 and 3 against the rest of the NFL and wow. 0 and 3 against the Cowboys. Oh, you like that, huh? I am bedazzled. Yes. That's a good one. Yeah. We did it, it Mickey. Okay. All right. And and you know, they 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 <laughs> and they got a pretty good record too, right? Yes. Yeah. And they they can't beat the Cowboys. Um, the Cowboys so, can be good teams. It's the bad teams like the Packers. Well, yeah. You know, I, you know, but, I, I you remain know, flummoxed. Bad? Yeah, I Defensively, don't Defensively, they were bad last night. Or the right? Bucks are horrible. Yeah. But they scored. <laughs> I mean, how many points did they score? They had, what, thir- 33. 33, right? Yeah. Against the Packers. The Cowboys had 28, um, which I said should have been enough to beat them. Um, so, yeah, defensively, they, you know, they, they they supposedly brought in all those guys, right? Sue and whoever else. Joseph, you know, yeah. Kinlaw, was it? Uh, did I get that right? They brought in another defensive lineman. Limbaugh Joseph? Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Um, and they still gave up all those points. Yeah. It's like, seriously? Okay, I, let, let's see what you can do when Dak Prescott's out there. When we get to the oh, end of the season, I will remain. That's really exciting. I look of all the games Colts on. First, I right. will remain perplexed by that Packers game. Mm-hmm. I know that that game's over. Nothing you can do to change it. I just I look at that game and I'm like, but how? How did it happen? Well, the- you know what? And I bet the Eagles are thinking the same thing about last week, right? Yeah, it was the Colts, right? Yep. Seven. They beat them seventeen sixteen. And, and and that's one of those that they they avoided that loss, right? They did. Oh no, they didn't, right? That was their No, they did. They did, yeah, right? It yeah, it was the week before. Yeah. Uh and I'm sure that was one of those games they're going, How did that happen? But they yeah. won, you know? And you're gonna get one of those or two every year unless you're, you know, the Miami Dolphins and, and you're perfect. <laughs> right. Uh, but you're gonna throw in a clunker. And, you know, that was their clunker. Uh if not for the Cowboys, Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. You look back and you go, okay, it was Tampa Bay, it was Brady. No, it wasn't. They're they're not that good. Yeah. And, that could and, be your playoff opponent too. No, yeah. Good. I, I I think they would like a redo against that team. I would appreciate that as well. Let's uh let's chat again tomorrow, good sir. All right, we should have something. Actually, there's uh, activity on the field right now. Oh, kind of a not like a practice, but kind of going through the motions to kind of get your legs back going. Okay, make sure everybody doesn't think they're still on vacation. 
Yeah, that's that is not a bad philosophy. Get out wish, there and jog, guys. Come wish, on. I wish we could do that at work, like do an hour practice show in Studio well, B. Well, sometimes you need it, right? When you you if you didn't <laughs> you get out of your routine for about what three days, four days? How many was it? So that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, three days in a row. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to shake off the cobwebs. All right. Well, we have shooken off the cobwebs. Shook it off. Good. That's right. Thank you very much, Mickey. We'll catch you tomorrow. See ya. There you go, Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And it's time for our betting with Basic update. Good news, Basic. It does not require the computer. Well, unless you want to know the scores. <laughs> I mean, I can. That's a good point. Here you go. My man Rick Lou's here. Yeah, Rick. we got IT. Can you take this thing and fix it? <laughs> <laughs> he just he just you handed Rick you want. his laptop. You can kick it as far as you want. He said, will it's you fix it? All right. Um, okay, so you, I bet, I remember this. I bet Cincinnati. You did. Or sorry, I bet Tennessee because Correct. Tennessee was a home dog. And I thought... Yep. You know what? Vegas is saying probably bet Cincinnati because they're just leaning you towards Tennessee. Always, and I was like, guess what? Guess what I did? Just like you did with Minnesota yeah. and Dallas. It's yeah. like, wait a second. This team has a good record, and they're at home. And Jamar Chase most likely isn't going to play, and he didn't he play. Did but it didn't matter. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals were able to cover the spread of two and a half. So I lost that, and you won. Hooray for me. And then we all I care about, Corey. I don't care about beating you. I care about beating Kevin because 20 bucks to Kevin is like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, it, it's the Thousands Lance Armstrong's testicle that he's missing. Oh my God. What? How much would you pay for that? It, none. Priceless. And then if it was being auctioned off for my possibilities, how much would you pay for it? I would find people. That'd be a weird thing to have. Them. That would, but it would be amazing story yeah. to tell. How am I supposed to figure out the taxable value on that? I have to really think that over. We also have Monday Night Football tonight, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, you picked Monday Night Football? I did. Oh, good. I haven't lost all of them. Because, nope. Corey, you weren't even here and you won. Ah, in I my took, face. I what? took Seattle minus three and a half at home against Las Vegas. And then Josh Jacobs happened. Look at this. I mean, he's already took, done. He already fixed it. It took root. Oh, wait, I don't know because it has this thing going on right here. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. The Josh Jacobs touchdown, I didn't know. Like, I lost a fantasy game because of it, but I Which win you won $20. $20. Because of it. So is that awesome. a fair trade? Well, I'm down 120. So, I mean, I'm, okay. more, I'm chipping away. This is the, the old peck away theory. Uh, is, uh, is, you're down that? to, a, you're, you're down 120 now, I guess. Yeah, 120. Yeah, so Seattle, what happened? to I thought it was the year of Geno Smith as soon as I bet on Geno. Geno don't play defense. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that is a great I point. I watched the movie, Remember the Titans. They started playing their everything. offensive players on defense when it mattered. All right. Sunshine ain't play defense. <laughs> something, for, something for Seattle. I thought he did. I thought he played like safety for a play or I something. I remember that movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and by the way, when Mike asks all the football questions tomorrow, there's going to be some sunshine questions. Oh, oh yes. I figured. And from the 214, ooh, shout out to RJ Duke's card shop. I got to meet Kevin and Mike. And then on Saturday, I got an email saying I won what? one of the giveaways as we opened all kinds you of win? cool stuff. They said... The I didn't even write my name down. Dang it. I didn't win anything. I Me neither. I think they won... Did you win the Goldberg? Oh, I thought oh. you won. No, no, no. Not me. Oh. Is they won either the pop culture leaf cards or maybe one of the baseballs. I think they won the pop culture. Remember, that had the Ralph Macchio one of one One of in one, it. Corey. Woo! We pulled a one of one karate kid. That is awesome. 
Coming up. What age? Next. He was Karate Kid age. Okay, not, so not yeah. the Cobra Kai. Yeah, he was the wow, Jersey kid in there. That's really cool. Coming up next, we go to the football free zone. We can talk about all things World Cup, Mavs, Stars, and whatever the hell else we want. We will do it next right here on The Fan. World Cup's football. KNC Masterpiece back in the back to Wood. Wood, a show and go. Lane and a big time hammer dropped by Wood. And Jason Kidd was like, pass, sit that dude on the bench. So this is the football free zone. So I definitely wouldn't be able to tell you that coming up in the noon o'clock hour, we'll give away Cowboys tickets to the hey! Colts game. Hey! I, I can't tell you that that is going to be okay, the case. Fair. All right. We can't make any jokes during this segment is what you said? No, no, no. You could definitely make jokes. Okay. All right. Do you want to go first World Cup, Stars, or Mavs? Let's just stay away from the Mavs. They're not worth talking about. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's World Cup I'm or shunning stars. the Mavs. Yes. I think we should go with the most important sport, Kevin, based on what you just said here locally. And that would be World Cup. Well. They don't even play today. I mean, that is true. They play tomorrow. I'm curious oh, how... Oh, the USA? I mean, there's matches yeah, on that, right now. Yeah, that is true. The USA plays tomorrow, and I'm curious how amped up people are for that. 20 million people across Fox, Telemundo, and Peacock watch the 0-0 draw against England, which is good. It was in America? A, yeah. Or across the world? No, no. In Amer- I'm sure across the world. 20 million I, people I feel in like America? probably every single human in England probably watched <laughs> that game. Yeah, I think the estimation is like one point something billion watched yeah. the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, they're, well, they're still waiting on a goal. That is true, which is great. I thought this was a great estimation of <laughs> soccer. It's like, is there some fun action? You might hit a crossbar, but no goals. Is... It is the most watched men's soccer match ever on US TV, up from the final in 1994 of Italy versus Brazil. And that was the World Cup that was here in America, Mm -hmm. I do believe. And so that final was the previous high water mark in the United States. This broke it, most watched men's soccer match of all time. Do you get the sense that people are hyped up for tomorrow when and make the knockout stage? Like, is it worth a segment of its own tomorrow? I think. Reggie, are you here tomorrow? Nope. All right. Um, I'll be watching that match at home. I think. Getting ready for the get right. That we will be. Um, there's a lot of, of anxiety about it. About, like, is this team going to be able to beat the team? They need to win one match. Yes. In order to prove that they deserve being, like, in the World Cup yes. at this point. And so that's, like, they got to beat Iran. So I think there's a little apprehension on the part of American fans right now. That's where I think a lot of uh, a lot of people that are connected to it are like, okay, what are you going to show me here? They are a heavy favorite in the match. However... A draw will not help you out. You have to win. And so that complicates matters. I don't think a lot of people believe they're going to lose, but I bet a whole lot of people didn't think think that Wales would lose to them either. By the way, quick side note about soccer. The word is Lionel Messi is coming to the MLS. Yeah, man. There's been been a scuttlebutt word that I like using uh, about Messi potentially coming to MLS, but there have been really um, reputable reports that are saying that this is close to happening and him possibly joining uh, the Dave Beckham. Nope. Unfortunately, not FC Dallas, though. They have have the money to get it done. 
is inner Miami is the word. That's where he's going to go. He will be the highest paid MLS player of all time, which that outer Miami feels. (laughs) Yeah. Did you say Messi or Luca? Is this a report two years from now? No. My God. Sorry. You said you didn't want to talk about the Mavericks. I don't want to. Is Yes. Is (laughs) so perhaps Messi will come to the MLS and destroy the league. Yeah, probably. But like that has become a really interesting like groove for the MLS is we will take your high level European player when they're at or near the end of their career. He just scored. And yeah, he did. He did, and he scored in both of the matches. It wasn't a laser. He's Mexico out. I am not a hundred percent on that, but it's not looking. They're not eliminated, but but they're not not in a good spot. Yeah, it's not looking good. Canada's out. Mexico's still technically in. The United States they have a very clear path. But yeah, it looks like maybe Messi will come to the MLS. Is Ronaldo going to come to the MLS too? I bet if they actually want him. (laughs) Oh, Oh man. They you know will what? take him in a heartbeat. That would be interesting if they arrived kind of around time? the same time. Oh, yeah. Because when and was played last... on the same team. Well, that I don't feels... know. Then it'd be really clear who's it would better. Be more fun. <laughs> it would be more fun for them to play on opposing teams yeah. because what has been the like the premier battle like yeah. for you know your Tom Brady Peyton Manning in the MLS and it's always just been like oh we got Zlatan you know like we got this Beckham guy Pele Is it, yeah, okay all right nope uh, I don't think that it was was it did he Pele play in, yeah okay. he, for the New York New Jersey team so that's like a we, huge deal at the time was it the Cosmos the I think guy. that is right versus Tattoo that was the big matchup <laughs> You're trying, Corey. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're trying. But the but there's never been like that dominant good, you know, good versus evil. You pick a side on that. And I think that could be good for the MLS. But I don't know. Now I don't think this was a joke. At first it seemed like this person was joking, but there was an employee at the US Embassy that got fired before the United States England game because they were openly supporting England at the U.S. Embassy. What? And they were like, yeah, that's not really. They got fired for that? Yeah. That's stupid. I'm sorry. What's, hold on. What does the U.S. Embassy do Are you sorry? in England? Well, What do they do? What are they actually doing? But they help out U.S. people? But here's the thing is I still think it was a, like, fired for social media bit. Like, they filmed a video, which makes me feel like it's unlikely that this was an actual firing. Although I would love videos of people getting fired. I feel like that would take over TikTok and everything else. Oh, my God. Kevin is so heartless. He want to see people lose their uh, income. I mean, look, only if it's justified. In this case, I feel fairly confident that it's a joke video in terms of they were going around the office being like, oh, well, they were cheering for England. That almost got me in trouble. And they got quote unquote fired. But Oh, does that get you fired here, too? (laughs) <laughs> Are you trying to actively you, get fired? From the 720, soccer is the worst, biggest stage, U.S. versus England, bars full of patrons all across the land, just to have a 0-0 tie. Really, soccer? But I do believe that in the final match of the World Cup, they will leave it up to the purest form of soccer, which PK. is PK. That's true. Like that's how that's they, what they should do is they should take the most casual soccer fans who really don't watch soccer and never will watch soccer and let them change all the rules of soccer. Right at the very end like, the last match? No, no, no. Just like the, all the rules, like... You know, like somebody like me who doesn't really care about soccer. I know it's a beautiful sport, but I, I don't really care about it. I heard you were a big Man City fan. 
I am, but then I looked at their roster. All the guys, a lot of the guys, like Raheem Sterling's gone. He went to England. Um, sure, that's how that works. Yeah, is he went just to England. Just, <laughs> just let like the people who really don't understand the sport or really care about it or entertained about it. Let them change all the rules uh, about it. I don't think he's talking about soccer anymore. Okay, <laughs> but I don't he's understand. No, why? I'm talking about baseball. I don't understand. I, like, why do they? Let's let's have offsides. Yeah, sure. Well, I, just get rid of it. The Let's deep, make it more exciting. Yeah. That will up scoring. We'll have more shots on goal if I don't have to stay where all the defenders are. I can just, hey, if you want to go up to midfield and I don't, deal with it. And I don't understand <laughs> why people are so bent out of shape about a scoreless draw. The match before, it was one-to-one, -one, which Reggie helped me out. I'm pretty sure it's tied for the most goals in the history of a soccer match. So See, this now I don't feel as bad about reading this uh, message from Swaggy Booties that says Kevin loves layoffs. From the fourth, Man. that's true. Kevin is like, I can't Tighten wait up for the workforce. Day. Only five people can play defense at a time. From the four six nine, all you ca idiot casuals are annoying. What? The beautiful. That's the problem. What do I do? That's the problem. You can't do that. Make if the you, goal bigger. If you want the, if you want people to like the game, you can't be a, 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 a jerk like that. Are you the telling that are trying me? To learn. Are you telling me, Corey, that it does not encourage people to like soccer when you're like, well, you know, soccer is the most popular sport in the world, and you condescend to them? If you have to ask, like, you're never going to know. Yeah. But yeah. you're like, well, no. I asked so I could know. I feel like they don't have television. Oh, what? They haven't seen other sports. <laughs> that feels like definitely too broad of a statement. Sport. You want action? No, that definitely, we need to, if we do a soccer segment tomorrow, we'll find that Simpsons clip breaking down the different nations. That's what we're doing right now? Yeah. yeah. I, you know. I, I can't wait for tomorrow. What time's the game at? It's 1 at 1 o'clock. Yes. I'll watch the first half. Just keep this in mind. The last time the United States played during our show, they did not give up a goal. And then the time before that, when they played on our show, they did not give up a goal. It was only G-Bag who wrecked that against I haven't seen Wales. him give up a goal wow. this whole thing. World Cup. That's because you only watch when it's on during our show? Yeah. That I definitely believe. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. At some point, we will talk about the historic start for Jason Robertson. But... Coming up next. And the historic start of Tim Hardaway Jr. No, that is historically bad. Who is the non-QB MVP of the NFL? I know that was a lot of letters. Could Micah be in the mix? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.